Quit the 9 to 5 with Ben Handler. Getting you out of the rat race and into a career buying property. Welcome back and thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm co-host here with Ben. My name's Alex Whitlock. Ben, great to see you. Thank you for having me again. 2019, here we go. Yeah, we're pumped. We're really pumped. I think it's going to be a big year this year, uh, particularly in property. I caught up with... uh, Caught up with somebody who's uh, been in mortgages for a long, long time. And, uh, you know, you look at the property market. I think we've had a lot of the fallout in 2018. Markets have kind of dropped around the 10% mark. And we're just sort of uh, sort of chatting over a lunch yesterday as it goes. And I think there's going to be some more falls over the course of this year. But I think the market has changed. I think the buying opportunities are already there if you have the right assistance in spotting them. So uh, look, I don't think it's the uh, the kind of market where, you know, every boat is rising in a rising tide, but I think there's some real gems out there and I think they'll become more apparent as the year wears on. Absolutely. And you know, what we're hearing and what I'm seeing, and I even had a conversation this morning about this is a lot of buyers last year were postponing their decision making. You know, they thought rates were going to go up. They thought the world was going to end. They thought yes. prices were going to drop 40%. They've come back this year. Rates are the same. They may even go down. Yeah. Um, the world's still here. Everything's still going. And so I think we're going to start to see um, the sentiment change as well. I think you get that kind of sort of shock type thing where, you know, last year you had the Royal Commission um, there was, and the Royal Commission was looking into misconduct. But I think that, you know, your average punter can, can forget what the actual focus of the Royal Commission is and think it's really about, you know, sort of every facet of banking and finance. So I think now in 2019, look, there will be the findings from the Royal Commission. But I think everyone's realised that, you know, that uh, the sun comes around the next day, that the world's the same, as you, as you quite rightly point out, that uh, interest rates remain low and they're going to stay affordable for the foreseeable. So I think, yeah, bright year ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm very, very pleased to welcome a guest on the show, Bernard Desmond. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for having me. Great to have you here, Bernard. Um, our listeners may not be familiar with you, but I'm very, very well aware of you. You're a, a top mortgage broker in Australia, very, very successful. Uh, you're with Loan Market Group. You have a franchise down in Berwick. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Alex. Great to have you coming up here to join us in Sydney. Pleasure. So, just Ben, before we get started, uh, do you want to just give us a bit of a background to Bernard and why he's with us today? Yeah. Uh, Bernard, as you said, is a, a top mortgage broker. He's one of those rare brokers who's really building his brand. You know, Bernard Desmond, everyone sees it. It's all over social media. He's got raving fans and he is doing things a lot differently than a lot of the brokers. From my perspective, a lot of the brokers, typically they they provide a very monotonous style of service, very valuable service, obviously, but Bernard's thinking big. He's thinking different. He's thinking about the future and hence why he's here today. Well, he's developed his personal brand and, and, and I know Bernard, not only because he is uh, sort of a subject of the media that we run here, but also Bernard has won many, many awards, which is a very tangible uh, facet to his business. So, um, Bernard, so just just before we can sort of get into uh, the changes that you're making in terms of your career progression, let's just talk a little bit about mortgage broking and uh, your your approach to your business so far. Yeah, sure. Uh, look, my my approach has been all about education and providing value to our consumers and the clients that I service. So when I started the mortgage broking business about 19 months ago, it was all about okay, how do I stand out from the crowd, and what value do I bring to my consumers? So I see. I've never heard a consumer come up and put their hand up and say, okay, give me a loan or put me into more debt. 
you know yes. <laughs> but you know generally what we see is consumers uh, come with an end goal in mind and it's more so about creating wealth and they're using property to buy a home or investment and they're really wanting someone to go on that journey with them you know and and my role uh, as a mortgage broker is to facilitate and get them to that end goal so so for me it's all about you know educating myself and my clients and adding that value to them and hence you know i've been able to you know bring almost 10 years of lending experience combined with the buyers agency course that i've done recently and provide that to the consumer so this is a sort of a point that that interests me personally you're very successful and i know that mortgage brokers who are successful earn plenty of money so the decision to go and 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 take on a new role and to diversify your business what was the what was the main sort of in terms of a business perspective what were the main objectives around doing that about taking on this course and moving into another area that's going to take up you know some more of your time yeah it's 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 all about you know adding value to the client so you know if a consumer's going to a bank or a traditional mortgage broker who's just doing lending you know you're not adding any more further value to the client but if i've if i know the whole buying cycle and i can educate the client and tell them and give them a framework of how to negotiate on a property when to buy where to buy what to buy you know and in doing that you know the customer will drift and and come back and you know i will be able to service a larger audience uh, which is you know from a lending point of view i have to say ben i've uh, I've, i've used mortgage brokers i've bought property for many many years for 25 years in australia and a good mortgage broker is worth their salt and not just in terms of the role they play in terms of facilitating the loan but a good mortgage broker for an investor like me needs to understand the investment market and the level of advice that they provide you know requires them to really understand sort of the the overall goals of the investor so i think for bernard to to look at making this move uh it's not making a move it's it's re- it's really bolstering his proposition with his clients with mortgage broking to move into uh being a buyer's agent i think is a very logical move and, mm. and a very smart move yeah i mean for the last 10 years i've always i've never understood why mortgage brokers aren't upskilling themselves in, in this capacity you know eg i'm sure bernard goes through this mortgage brokers get hassled by the customer should i buy this um what should i pay for this is this a is this a good buy um should i go off the plan versus existing and all these questions mortgage brokers typically aren't equipped to answer that well they're also uh, you you're absolutely right and and even if they are equipped to answer that they're they're actually not able to give that kind of advice as a mortgage broker so i think that and i think there are many mortgage brokers out there who could potentially make this move but because they're very conscious of their responsibilities you know regarding what what advice they can give they stop short and it's frustrating for me as a as a buyer as a borrower when i am looking for advice and i trust my mortgage broker So and and with this with there being so few buyers agents in the marketplace there's I, I don't know there's probably 300 or so in Australia yeah but that 360 yeah okay so you know there are what, I don't know 80,000 real estate agents out there That's and right. uh, so it, I think being able to go to your broker and to get the advice about the purchase as well as the finance I think is a it, it's a pretty logical thing yeah and even for someone like Bernard I mean because he now understands how the buyers agent sector works he can also then refer his potential customer to a, to a good buyers agent that could be out of area so they yeah. may say bernard i'm looking to buy um i'm just west melbourne and so bernard might say well i know this buyers agent because i'm in I understand it and make a good recommendation i don't Yeah so look i mean throughout doing the course i mean with Ben's help i've been able to grow my network into you know these okay. buyers agents who are around me and and you you can networking with like-minded people you know and and who are always you know who've always got a client who's looking at uh, you know 
buying a new property and there is a lending requirement so it's a natural fit i see more and more mortgage brokers should be providing this value proposition to their clients so bernard i'd like to ask you a question i know that a lot of our listeners um who are obviously keen to look at moving into uh becoming a buyer's agent and want to understand the transition so for you as again as a very successful and a very busy mortgage broker can you give us a bit of an insight into how you factored in undertaking the course uh you know in terms of factor that into your into your time of running your business and then sort of transisting into pro- providing that service yeah so uh look i mean the course is uh quite uh easy to you know meet your requirements and you can you know do it in your own time there's no deadline to you know that you have to finish it in a certain time so you can very well fit it within your busy lifestyle for me it was more around doing that course and building my 2019 growth strategy into the year ahead so i wanted to finish the course in 2018 and and 2019 is all about you know okay how do we uh, meet this client requirement you know so so we know lending's changing we know customers are, are always going to be looking at you know uh, a service provider who can you know bring more value to them and you know it's not i mean like ben said you know we are seeing customers come up to a mortgage broker time and time again and ask those simple questions you know where do i buy what do i buy how do i negotiate you know so you know to get that framework by the buyers agency course has been enabled me to get that framework to provide that value proposition fantastic and ben you know you work with uh, as well as people who've come from a a real estate or a mortgage background you've worked with many buyers agents who are from very different backgrounds and so integration of the course into people who are, who may be salaried or maybe running a business uh, in a different area how have you found how have you structured the course so it can be easily tailored and integrated to people's needs yeah it's before i created the course i thought about that and i realized that people are super busy and they're getting more busy um and time is super limited so yeah. the course as bernard said is developed you can start and stop whenever you want okay so you can take 10 months to do it you can take i've had someone in queensland do it in uh, 11 days wow a young guy who who wasn't working um so people listen to it in their car i know bernard was listening to it in his car it's, it's there to suit anyone i think unless you're doing like uh, 18 19 hour days um you should be able to complete it in in the 5 weeks Okay so that can really be factored into any kind of full time part time you know running your own business sort of uh, proposition Correct So Bernard let's uh, let's get down to looking at the actual uh, your new skills and your new found qualifications so have you actually started recommending have you started searching the market and uh, and securing properties for your for your clients uh, not yet so what i've started doing is i've uh, incorporated the buyers agency uh, model into my business so i've got external service providers who are who've done ben's course and they are basically providing that value proposition to my clients at the moment so you know while we are able to get clients in you know yes. i'm right now not giving them that advice one on one i'm passing it on to the buyers agents who are just solely buyers agents and and i'm focusing on the lending side of things so i think there's a really critical thing that a, a part of the you know, the very strong proposition that you offer is it's not just an isolated you do a course and off you go out into the wilderness on your own there's 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 an integration um that comes as part of the course yeah do you want, do you want to tell us a little bit about how that works yeah i mean like For example with Bernard he wanted to educate for him, for himself. So Bernard's yeah. objective was I don't I don't want to be a buyer's agent. I'm a lender. I'm yes. a very very good lender. I'm recognized. He's won all the awards. However, I want to be different. So I want to understand it first. So if I'm going to recommend the service to a buyer's agent, I want to first live and breathe it yes. and be able to tell my customer like I understand what I'm doing. Like if I'm going to recommend you to X person, like I get it. I've met that person. I've done the course. But Bernard Bernard's also now upskilled himself if he ever did want to bid at a property on on Saturday for a client because they've called Bernard saying oh I don't know what to do Bernard could go there and bid for them 
And okay. he could and he could charge for it if he wanted to. Um, yes. And what I love about what Bernard's also doing with his integration is he's got all the customers there. So, you know, as a buyer's agent who buyer's agent's doing the course, they are they need customers. Yes. And they're knocking typically on mortgage brokers' doors to get them. Okay. So this is a, a really a sort of referral-based proposition with 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 a deep understanding for Bernard as to what the buyer's agent now offers with the scope that should he decide to do that in the future, he can also then tap into that himself. Absolutely. Fantastic. And just in terms of, uh, you know, f- for those who, who may not be familiar with the, the, sort of the structure of a buyer's agent, so a buyer's agent will, a qualified buyer's agent will charge usually a flat fee because they are not incentivized by the by the size of the, a real estate agent will have a commission because Correct. their incentive is to sell a property at the greatest value. Obviously, doing that with a buyer's agent to try and secure a property for the lowest value, it doesn't work for a, uh, you know, for a commission-based thing. So it's usually a flat fee. Just to give our listeners a bit of an insight into where those fees range from, and I know each buyer's agent will set their own fees. What, what, where do they sort of, what's the sort of range that you, in your experience, they will charge? Yeah, what I um, put forward in the program is a minimum fee of $14,000 for anything up to a $700,000 purchase price. Okay. So it's, it's, it is quite above, it can be quite above 2%. So if you're buying something in Queensland for three hundred and fifty and you're charging fourteen k, I I mean, if you do the math, it's probably over 4%. That's right. Um, However, some people do charge percentages um, still, and it's a very good question. I mean, it's a very good – it's an interesting topic because you think, well, if I'm going to pay you 2% and you're going to potentially buy this property for, for more money, um, you're going to make more commission. So it doesn't really – however, the objection to that is as a buyer's agent, if you're talking to a customer, is if I spend an extra $100,000 on a 2% commission and I'm going to make um, two grand. It's probably not worth me ruining my reputation to spend an extra hundred grand. This is just to spend an extra hundred and make two thousand dollar commission. Yeah. Um. So, a lot of buyers agents still work on two percent. So to answer the question, a lot of buyers agents are either working on a fixed fee that's in stages. So yes. they may say above a million dollars, between one and two million dollars, it's about twenty thousand dollar fixed fee. Okay. Between three and five, it could be you know circa thirty grand. A lot of buyers agents though are charging two percent plus GST. A lot of buyers agents in Melbourne are charging 2.5%. Okay. Some buyers agents in Queensland, because Queensland, the real estate agents charge 3%. So some buyers agents in Queensland, in southeast Queensland, are charging 3% plus GST. Okay. And and my experience with uh, using a buyer's agent, because I'm an investor, has always been to buy investment properties. And and just a question for you, just again, to give some a bit of insight for, for, you know, for those that are thinking about doing the course. How many home buyers do you find it's a changing trend with with rising high house prices particularly in the in the higher end how many home buyers do you find use a buyer's agent to help get sort of you know more exclusive properties down at a, at a reasonable price compared to investors or just compared to investors yeah. so for example if i'm looking to buy a house as a home buyer where you know it's two million dollars or three million dollars or five million dollars that's a huge amount of money and a real estate agent knowing that a real estate agent is going to try and get the highest price do you find that uh, home buyers will use an agent and pay a, a commission to a buyer's agent to get the house down to a, to a better price by knowing how to deal with an agent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In, in Melbourne, uh, predominantly as well, there's a lot of vendor advocacy. So okay. buyer's agents actually help the vendor. And Bernard can maybe share some light on that. Yeah, look, the most recent experience that I can give is, you know, the buyer's agents, agency model is not just about charging a fee and, you know, percent or three percent you know there could be different uh, service propositions that you can provide to the client like you know i'll give you a recent example one of my clients knew exactly the property they wanted to buy they were just not uh, sure of how to bid at an auction 
you know yes. so a buyer's agent could you know go and do that for them yeah so you've got a, a prop, you know customer who knows exactly this house they like the house but they're just not sure of that bidding process or they're not uh, sure of the vendor's intention or you know how to you know get the intel so a buyer's agent can get all that intel so what we did was you know refer this client on to uh, the buyer's agent you know and and we were able to get all that inside that where this vendor was listed what's his uh, intention to sell what is the price you know where are we sitting at with it and you know my client's feedback to me was bernard that's the best $3000 that we've spent because they didn't have to go to auction yes they knew that someone professionally was doing it on their behalf and there was no emotional interaction on the day of you know which is where you know customers get sucked into that's it, a re- it's a really really good point and i think that one of the things is that for unless you're very experienced with buying property you deal with a real estate agent and a good real estate agent and and, and an honest real estate agent they are very good at creating an illusion yep. of um, a lot of competitive pressure around demand for the property there are things that they will not want to let you know because they know it doesn't favor the the vendor a buyer's agent knows understands all these things intimately and there's there's a couple of things with using a buyer's agent um, and I know this isn't you know a podcast to advocate using buyer's agent but it's really for those that are looking to come into the profession a um, couple of things you know one buyer's agent can just first of all it gives a level of professionalism to the borrower or to the buyer whether it's an investor or a home buyer because it shows you're serious about a purchase and a lot of one of the one of the challenges with dealing with real estate agents is is for them to decide if you're a serious buyer and if they know you're a serious buyer it can sometimes give you a big advantage yes. in getting the price down the second thing is a lot of the uh, you know a lot of the wizardry with uh, with real estate agents just doesn't wash with the buyer's agent because they know that there's only really one other person interested not 10 yes. and they know that there's not sort of the mystery buyer from overseas so um yeah i think i think you know using a, a buyer's agent has many many uses and a lot of value in terms of the purchasing process yeah no 100% couldn't agree more to it and you know just in addition to what bernard said it's a it's a great story thanks for sharing i guess last year in uh, second week of december one of the students in the the institute um who graduated running a business he called me so basically he had someone reach out to him who was an investor and owned a few apartments within an apartment building wanted to buy another apartment so he could have majority share and he knew that the person who owned that apartment uh, knew him so he okay. wanted to do like a, a secret style of deal so the buy so again this was specific said i want this apartment i want to spend this price so the buyer's agent knocked on the door and put the deal together and he was buying through a different entity so on the contract uh the purchaser had so not the purchaser the seller had no idea that it was the purchaser so it was quite a covert style of operation yes. so a lot of that happens as well oh yeah, I, i i purchased uh using 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 a buyer's agent I'm, i always use a buyer's agent i've used a buyer's agent for every purchase i've made in in terms of investment and i purchased uh, we we've talked about it before on the show I purchased uh some properties in deception bay and i got two adjoining properties because one was for sale on the open market but my agent actually went along and knocked on the door of the house next door and secured that property for me to be adjoining now the reason why in that particular scenario I wanted adjoining properties because uh deception bay has gone through a rezoning um even though the sort of relatively small blocks sort of 400 square meter blocks an 800 square meter block with the rezoning gives the potential in the future to put a small development on there so again without the use of that buyer's agent without his skill set in terms of going along and actually creating a sale you know from nothing it's really you know that's mm. really really great value for me as as the buyer absolutely 
So Bernard, just through going through the course, and you're obviously very experienced with property and mortgages, what, what were some of the key things? Were there some things that you learned through the course that maybe surprised you or that you weren't expecting? I think the whole framework of how to collect information about, you know, who, you know and, and see those, um, you know, gather valuable intel of, you know, how to put together the transaction, what to look out for when you're, you know, looking at identifying a property, like, you know, like you said, rezoning and, you know, what are the, uh, you know, things that uh, an investor will have an upside on, you know. So that's all put together in that framework through the course. So I think that that was the most valuable. Yes. Yeah. And in terms of, uh, so you started the course at uh, what point last year? August last year. August last year. And how have you been sort of uh, just notifying your customer base that you now have this new level of skill and expertise and that you can be a conduit through to help them make better investments? So what, what have you done to actually sort of talk to your customers? So it's mainly... You know, when you start talking to your clients, you're just educating them that, you know, you're you're not just a mortgage broker, you're also, you know, you've got this value proposition, which is a buyer's agency incorporated within the business and totally, you know, talking to each other, you know, and and, and telling them that, you know, we're just not a mortgage broking service. You know, we we are also providing buyer's agency. This is the service proposition. This is uh, the menu of services that we provide, you know, if you are looking at, you know. So consumers, when they go out to buy a property they lose a lot of weekends you know they learn it the hard way and you know when they keep missing out on properties that's when you know we can you know easily you know relate to that audience oh okay you've lost a few weekends or you've lost this house and you know these are the mistakes that you've done you know if you were to use you know a professional service provider you know you can really overcome them so you know it's not just about you know it's giving back time giving back money you know and being able to you know substantiate that value proposition quite easily i just for a second like to put you uh, put your mortgage broking hat back on yeah. um, because I know that uh, some, of, some, of, some of our listeners will be again you know sort of influenced by sort of the market conditions and, and again for me as an investor I'm always looking to buy I, I believe in property I bought it for 25 years I don't care where the market goes because I know that I can always with the help of a buyer's agent get a good property at a yep. good price for you as a mortgage broker, um, what are your feelings about the year ahead in terms of looking? I'm talking about sort of a, from a lending perspective, and then also just sort of what you're sent, what what you're sensing from your customers in terms of buying. What what are, you, what are your experiences? I think it's a buyer's market. It's a great time for buyers to get in now. I mean, when 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 you hear that you know the market's coming to an end and you know you, you you've had a decline in the market, uh, banks are still genuinely interested in lending. So it's just about identifying which bank uh, is the most suitable bank for you. you I know? think it's also worth adding to that that some of the restrictions around investment lending have been lifted, which yes. is a big thing certainly for for us as investors and for you know for anyone looking to go into this industry. It's I think it's a great time to move into that. So um, yeah, I think it's a good lending environment. It, it is perfect. It's a perfect time to buy property right now because you know buyers are able. You know, agents have to work their buyers. They're not having so much traffic coming in. So as a consumer, if you're out to, uh, as an investor, if you're looking at buying, get your finances in order first, you know, and then basically engage with a professional buyer's agent. Or if you don't engage with a buyer's agent, at least have all your ducks lined in a row. So when you get in front of a vendor or an agent, you can have more authority and you can, you know, get the best outcome for yourself. Fantastic. Look, before we wrap up, Ben, um, just sort of looking for the year ahead, what are your sort of key pointers for, uh, you know, for people looking to move into being becoming a buyer's agent or for just as a general investment in general? Yeah, I think further to Bernard's comment, uh, I see it as a buyer's market as well. And, you know, I was telling Bernard earlier, you know, Buffett always says, be greedy when others are fearful and be fearful when others are greedy. And I mean, there's a lot of fear. 
the media. So for a buyer's agent, it's Nirvana coming into a market where you can buy property. Two years ago, it was very difficult for buyer's agents, I thought. We were up against so much competition. Real estate agents had massive egos. They wouldn't call you back. Real estate agents call us every day now. It's easier to buy. So I think for a someone who's looking to join this career, I mean, now is a, this year is a phenomenal year. Rates are still the lowest they've ever been in the history of the country. People forget the, the fundamentals. So I think jumping into this style of markets would be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I think you're absolutely right. Look, I'm, I'm a strong believer that every, every, you know, you can buy in every market, but I would, I absolutely concur with you. I think when, when it's a hot market, I think, you know, I, I always use a buyer's agent, hot or cold, but uh, I think it's harder for buyer's agents to get traction. I think now's a fantastic time because you've got, you start to get, look, you know, Bad though it is for, for vendors, you start to get distressed vendors. You get people who've had unrealistic expectations. They haven't really aligned with the current market conditions. And there's almost like a kind of a sort of a seesaw kind of mentality where they're, they're up high because they, they think they're going to get an unrealistic price. And then suddenly their hopes drop. And this is where buyers agents, you know, on behalf of buyers can get some really, really good deals. Absolutely. Look, been great catching up with you guys. Thanks very much, Ben. Always a pleasure. Bernard, thank you very much thank for coming you. up. Now is a great time to get into becoming a buyer's agent. Um, I think the market ahead, 2019, 2020, is going to be a really, really good time. As an investor, I'm excited. So, uh, look, if you want to find out more, please do get in touch with Ben. He'd be very keen to hear from you. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to Quit the 9 to 5 with Ben Handler. For more advice on turning property buying into your career, head to www.buyersagentinstitute.com.au now. The information featured in this podcast is general in nature, does not take into consideration your financial situation or individual needs and should not be relied upon. Before making any investment, insurance, tax, property or financial planning decision, you should consult a licensed professional who can advise whether your decision is appropriate for you. Guests appearing on this podcast may have a commercial relationship with the companies mentioned.